Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today my guest is Andrea Maria and she's from Romania and she uses LDN for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining me today. A pleasure. So this is really exciting. Can you tell us, you know, in your own words, when you were diagnosed, what you were like at that time and what you're like now? Uh, Well, actually, when I first was diagnosed in 2012, uh, it was kind of a shock, but at the same time, it was a relief. Because after two years of going back and forth to all sorts of doctors, I finally got a diagnosis. Uh, But then after I understood what kind of disease I had, I was kind of uh, depressed for six months, I think. Uh, And then, because I'm a really optimistic person, I said, well, these are the cards that I have uh, from life. Uh, So with these cards, I will play along. Mm -hmm. Um, It all started with urinary incontinence. I was very dizzy, I was not seeing very well, Um, I was, um, I had all all sorts of uh, mixed feelings, I was happy, I was sad, uh, uh, all all sorts of feelings actually, Um, and then uh, after in 2013, actually, uh, I'm in uh, a national program from multiple sclerosis. I entered and I became. Uh, um, I started the treatment with uh, Rebif mm-hmm. that I interferon. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Beta interferon did wonders for me for the first three years. But uh, after two more years, I started feeling worse, Mm -hmm. uh, not being able to walk properly. Uh, I had a lot of fatigue. Uh, I had a lot of balance issues. I couldn't concentrate a lot um, and uh, I decided uh, to stop the rebif. I talked to my doctor and I said, I think the treatment isn't going very well. Um, the process um, 
between changing uh, from one uh, medicine to another because now I'm on Thai Sabri from for nine months, but the period from from going to one from another was for about one year, I think. And uh, I really realized that in this year I have to do something uh, because I couldn't just stay and uh, watch myself going down every day and being sad and not being uh, able to do all the things a normal people, a Mm -hmm. normal person does. Uh, then, actually, I didn't uh, find out about LDN on myself. My husband did mm-hmm. because uh, he was really affected by my uh, illness. So he was searching through the Internet. And at one point, he found a video about LDN, about people in Norway or Sweden mm-hmm. who take uh, it. And he showed me that video and he said, what do you think? What are, are you? Uh, are you going to try this medicine? <laughs> and I said, uh, and I said, uh, actually, I'm a very optimistic person and I think that uh, all the things that happened in, in life are for a reason. So I think there was a reason why my uh, husband uh, discovered LDN. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, yeah, definitely, I'll give it a try. Well, what can it do wrong? Because I did all the research. I uh, and then uh, my husband found this group as well. Uh, he made me an invitation. Uh, I read all the information uh, you have mm-hmm. uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, and I said, well, I'm going to talk to my neurologist about it. Uh, I'm 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 very lucky that my neurologist is a very open person, and it's open to new, and it's she's not very strict. And I went to her with all the informational sheets, and I said to her, "Look, I would really like to try this medicine," and she said, "Okay." <laughs> let me let me make my homework on it just let me read and see and I'll see you back in a couple of days after a couple of days I went to her I had a prescription for naltraxone uh, I actually this was actually in February uh, it is Yeah, just in February, it is a year since I started LDN. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I started started taking the 50 milligram pill 
put, uh, put it in uh, 50 milliliters of uh, water, dissolve it, and I started first, my first dose was with uh, 0 0.50. I started from there, I took 0 0.50 for about three weeks. Uh, after three weeks, I went to one. <clears throat> and um, the best time for me on LDN was um, last year in March uh, when I was uh, lucky enough to go in Thailand and I had the time of my life because I was able to go around and visit all sorts of things without fatigue, without worrying about anything. Mm -hmm. So that was great for me. And then I realized, wow, this medicine is great. Who knew? Because although, although I, I read all of those positive things, that people go through. I read about many people who don't get well immediately mm -hmm. and who don't uh, have uh, any improvement in their systems. And I, I crossed my fingers and said, well, let's hope that's not me. Yeah. Uh, now, I can say that now, almost a year from that moment when I was normal for two weeks, um, I, uh, I can say I'm not as well as then, but for example, um, I did a lot of tests on myself and I decided to stop LDN for two, three days. And then I noticed a very significant difference in my state. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, and again, I said, no, this is not a medicine to drop out of it. So I must Stick to it, and I'm. Uh, I want to tell you that I'm very grateful that this medicine exists. I'm very grateful of all the people who shared their stories and their experience. I'm very grateful uh, for you who are the admins for this group and. Uh, I want to say thank you. You're doing a wonderful job. Uh, and uh, from my point of view, whenever I go and I talk to people that have the same disease as I, and I always uh, end up putting on the table at a discussion the LDN. And I always mentioned it, it's done wonders for me. Um, 
But as you know, people are people and some of them are skeptical and uh, some of them are not lucky like I was to have a great doctor who trusts uh, my knowledge and who trusts that I will never go to my doctor to say that I want to use a medicine if I do not read about it before. Mm -hmm. So people, when I go and tell them about LDN, are really skeptical and they're looking at me funny and they're asking me questions. Uh, but what's this medicine for? And I start telling them, well, this medicine is for something else, but it's used in a lot of diseases and a lot of illnesses. And uh, people are really skeptical. So that's right. I, I guess. People, I guess you. Sorry. Carry on. I guess you went through that as well. Yes. When you go and uh, tell well, people, you can give people the information, answer all their questions, but everybody is entitled to make their own mind up what they think is right for them. I know there are some times when I want to say to people, "Please just try it," you know. Yes, exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. We get a lot of phone calls and people will say with multiple sclerosis, well, I'm OK right now. I don't need to take anything. But I know that LDN is there. So when I deteriorate, I can take it. Oh, you know, okay. and it's like, well, if you take it now, you might not deteriorate. Yeah, Why wait exactly. until, you know, you, you start to notice you're not so good. But yeah. it, you can't. You can't force your ideas on other people. You have to yes, allow exactly. them to make their their own mind up. But it is sad when the choice isn't what you would expect or what you would like them to say. Yes, I want to tell you that if I knew sooner about LDN, probably I will I would take it from the start. So yes. Uh, that's definitely a choice I will make. Uh, I would make, even though in 2012 I was better, mm -hmm. because in 2012 when I was diagnosed, I didn't have fatigue. I wasn't dizzy, um, and all sorts of uh, MS stuff. But definitely, if I knew about LDN, then I would have taken it. So I wouldn't think about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I wanted to tell you also that I take LDN. Now I'm on Tysabri, but I also have, let's say, a strict diet. I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat sugar. Definitely. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> for about two years now, I think. So for about two years, I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat sugar. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, 
It does make a difference, uh, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. For me, it did. And actually, it did for my husband too, because my husband doesn't have any il- illnesses. And for supporting me, he has the same diet as I. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it has done wonders for him. Good. Because he lost a lot of weight, his back uh, doesn't hurt anymore, and all sorts of these things. So I think, um, from my point of view, I'm trying to, the knowledge I have now about eating correctly, about LDN, I always try to pass it on. Mm-hmm. Not only to sick, to ill persons. I always try to pass it to person that, persons that are okay. And I'm always trying to tell them it will make a change in your life. Mm-hmm. Eating just what's right. But again, you cannot force people. You can only give them their, their information if they are interested to try it, they will try it. If not, exactly how you said before, mm. people, you cannot force people. No, no, it has to yes. be, be the choice. But you have an amazing story and thank you so much for having shared it with us today. Thank you and again... Thank you to all the people in the group. Um, and uh, I want to say again, I want to say a special thank you to my husband oh. who gave me uh, LDN, who found it and gave it to me. And besides the LDN, because he's, uh, he really makes a difference in my life with all, with all of his support. Mm-hmm. Well, long may your success continue. Thank you. Thank you and hopefully to hear about more successes. Today my guest is April from the United States who takes LDM for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for joining us today, April. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. So could you tell us, when were you diagnosed with MS? Sure. Um, I was diagnosed late in life, I guess. I was diagnosed at age 43. And really leading up to that diagnosis, I didn't have any significant health problems. Um, I did suffer from infertility in my 30s, but thankfully I had children, and they were ages 5 and 8 when I was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to piece together in my mind, you didn't suspect that you'd had anything wrong with you before you were diagnosed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, MS came on very suddenly for me. Um, I woke up one day, it was actually March of 2015, and I woke up one day with the entire right side um, of my body numb. 
Um, I had a few symptoms in about a week before where I had a little numbness on the tops of my legs and I had some tingling in my legs and I had some swelling in my feet, which was odd to me. Um, but again, it was, it happened very suddenly where I just woke up and was just completely numb head to toe on my right hand side. Um, at that point, my husband and I were obviously very frightened. So mm. we went to the emergency room. Um, they ran, you know, a battery of tests where they ruled out a stroke. Um, they ruled out other critical illnesses, but then they released me and they, you know, told me to follow up the next week with my general practitioner um, so that I could track down a diagnosis. Um, from there, my general practitioner um, referred me to a neurologist um, who very quickly ordered an MRI and spinal tap. Um, so with the results of these two tests, I was given the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. And it was about a week and a half from my emergency room visit. So I got that diagnosis very quickly. Um, and I do consider myself lucky in that regard because, you know, I do hear of so many people that struggle with um, symptoms for years and can never really nail it down. You know, certainly I had to answer very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so auto, so an autoimmune disease of multiple sclerosis was not new to me. My father also was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, he, too, was later in life when he was diagnosed. Um, but he also lived with a lot of other health problems. So he would tell you for him that multiple sclerosis has been a pretty benign disease for him. Um, whereas I didn't feel that at all. I felt like it hit me very suddenly and, and very hard. Um, my neurologist, after she diagnosed me, did go ahead and admit me to the hospital so that I could go through a round of steroid treatment. Um, so I was admitted and I went through three days of the steroid treatment. And then I left the hospital and I planned to start the disease modifying drug, Plegrity. Um, and I had the expectation that I would be fine, that I would be on the mend and I would have no other problems after that. Um, it didn't work that way for me. You know, I continued to decline. Um, Plegrity, I did not respond to at all. In fact, I went further downhill with that. Um, so very quickly, I actually switched neurologists, and she wanted me to switch over to, to Sabri. Um, and so once I got the approval from my insurance company, that's what I did. I moved to, to Sabri. Um, but I continued to go downhill. But um, soon after starting to Sabri, I went completely numb. So I say I was 95% numb head to toe, left side, right side, completely. I just um, was completely numb. Um, and I had trouble with my vision. Um, I wasn't driving at the time. I was extremely fatigued. Um, I couldn't work. I didn't really feel like I could take care of my family. Um, so I was in really rough shape. Um, I did feel like I hit rock bottom, which for me, I think was a blessing because it made me look for other avenues. And so that's when I started doing a lot of research. Um, I had a family friend who had great success using diet and lifestyle changes to control her MS. So, again, once I hit rock bottom, I said, well, it won't hurt to try that. 
So that's what I did. I radically changed my diet. I actually followed and still do to this day, I follow the WALS protocol. Um, so I completely committed to it. And again, I still am doing that today. Um, it was at that time and really the only time um, since my diagnosis that I saw any improvement. Um, and it happened really overnight for me. Um, within two weeks of starting walls, my numbness and neuropathy was almost gone. My eyesight was coming back to normal. Um, I was back at work. I was taking care of my family. My fatigue was much better. And each day, the great thing about it was each day I could see improvement. So I felt really good about that. Um, I did not want to continue with Tisabri. But I also did not feel as confident as I was in walls. I did not feel that I could do just walls and be okay. Um, so I started researching other avenues. Um, and on uh, walls protocol page, I kept on Facebook, I kept seeing people refer to LVN. And um, so I started researching that, and they pointed me to the LVN Research Trust Facebook group. Um, I joined that, and then I found the Research Trust website, which gave me a wealth of information. So again, I just started diving into the research on LVN, and I saw it as such a fascinating treatment option. Um, it seemed to be much safer than what I was currently doing, which again was still to Sabri. Um, so, um, you know, I, I really was interested in starting on LVN. Um, I did read where people struggled to find a doctor to prescribe LVN, um, but I was fortunate because my neurologist, when I asked her about it, um, easily agreed to giving me a prescription. And so she wanted me to still stay on Tisabri, um, but she would go ahead and give me a prescription. And so she gave me a prescription for three milligrams of LVN. Um, but again, I did that. I started LVN with the, the goal that I would start, stop Tisabri at some point once I felt comfortable with that, if it was working, if LVN did work for me. Um, I started LVN on March of 2016, and that was almost exactly one year after my initial diagnosis. Um, and after the first dose, I was one of those folks that felt a change. Um, immediately, I felt a lightened mood, um, and I felt fatigued. Um, I felt that my fatigue was reduced. So I, I felt a, an improvement with walls. But again, even more of an improvement once I started LVN as it pertains to the fatigue. Um, and that felt amazing. Um, you know, I hear people talk about sleep disturbance, which um, I did face a little bit in the first few nights, but that quickly went away. I also hear people talk about vivid dreams, and really, I never had that, that issue. I've never noticed any changes in my dreams taking LVN. Um, once I got past the first night, uh, first few nights, I guess, of the um, any sleep disturbance, at that point, I slept like a baby, and I still do to this day. I, I sleep very well taking LVN. 
Um, the one scary thing for me, though, when I started LDN is that I did notice that some of the symptoms that had gone away for me kind of came back, um, more with burning and tingling with um, MS. And it wasn't like I felt that I was in a flare or relapse. It's just that, again, things that I had thankfully kind of written off had started to come back. Um, and that occurred uh, really for the first few weeks of taking LDN, um, so much so that I thought about stopping it. I almost stopped it, um, but the LDN Research Trust Facebook group at the time had a wonderful admin that um, messaged me uh, privately. We communicated, and she really encouraged me to stick it out, and I did that, and thankfully, like a week later, um, all of those symptoms went away, and I started seeing improvements with that. Um, and really, it was at that point that I tell people I felt normal again. Um, you know, it was a year after diagnosis, and I really felt normal, and it felt amazing. Um, and so, because I am a very risk-averse person, I did continue with Walls, LDN, and Tasabri for almost another year. So it was um, February of 2017 when I finally got the courage to stop Tasabri. Um, my neurologist was very discouraging of this decision. She thought that for sure I would have a relapse once I came off Tasabri. She did support me anyway. Um, and I'm so happy with my decision. Uh, since 2017, I've used WALS, I've used LDN, and I do take some supplementation specifically with vitamin D um, to treat my multiple sclerosis. Um, I will say that one symptom that I've struggled with for a long time after being diagnosed was um, brain fog. So LDN as well as WALS helped me with the brain fog, um, but I still struggled with it. And I'm an accountant. I'm a professional. You know, I'm expected to come to work and be able to think very quickly. And um, I was very self-conscious about the fact that I didn't feel with the brain fog that I was working quite as efficiently as I did before. Um, so in August of 2017, I increased my dosage of LDN um, really by just splitting a, a pill. So I was taking LDN in a pill form, and I just half one, and I took four and a half milligrams. And really overnight, it was amazing. I, I guess at that point, I'd found my perfect dose. Um, because it just completely knocked out the brain fog. And so I went back to my neurologist. She upped my dosage at that point to four and a half milligrams. And again, I've been on that since August of 2017. Wow. What an amazing story. Very, very interesting. Um, and you were actually a year younger than me when you, when you were diagnosed. I oh, was really? 44. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Well, that, that is really something. And so lucky to have such an understanding neurologist. Yes. And do yes. you know if she's prescribing LDN for anybody else now? You know, it, it's interesting because I, I say that she would not have told me about LDN had I not asked her. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I asked her, she was very forthcoming and said, 
yep, I prescribe it for other people. Did she? And so very mm. easily, yeah. And and she's been very supportive of me since I've gotten off of Tasabri. And she seems very excited to hear, you know, every time I come in to hear how well I'm doing. And I do hope that that helps others, that she'll readily, you know, prescribe it for others as well. Mm-hmm. What can I say? An absolute amazing turnaround there. And to get diagnosed so quickly as well. Yeah. And another thing that I, another thing that I say with LDN that I'm lucky about is um, I don't get sick, knock on wood, because I am superstitious. Um, But I still have younger children at home who bring home all kinds of illnesses. Um, but I do manage to stay very healthy. I, I rarely get sick. And I do attribute that to LDN. Mm-hmm. Wow. As I say, an amazing story. And thank you very much for sharing it with us. Well, thank you. And I'm just so thankful for everything you've done. I'm so thankful for the Research Trust and all of the information because, like I said before, that's where I started when I was researching and I found so much wonderful information out there. Oh, thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.